This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger Sales Podcast from ClosingBigger.net. Today we have Sarah Villeneuve-Bundy from 49above Marketing at 49above.com on our show. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Shane, for having me. They have the largest multilingual internet marketing, full-service internet marketing company uh, in North America. That's correct, yeah. And today I asked Sarah to come on the show and really talk about how to use internet marketing to attract prospects and nurture client relationships, both from a corporate side, how can you corporately as an organization put a program together to drive more leads for your sales professionals, but also how can individual sales professionals or one-person shows as entrepreneurs utilize the web to drive leads and attract the right types of clients. So maybe I'd probably get a little start off, let you describe what you do as a business, and then maybe we'll start talking a little bit about what corporations could do to drive business utilizing the web. Absolutely. So uh, just as Shade had mentioned, we are uh, North America's largest full-service, multilingual internet marketing consulting company, uh, where we're able to offer full internet marketing consulting in German, French, Spanish, and English fluently from all the different aspects of uh, internet marketing strategies. So it's great from our standpoint because uh, any clients that are working with us are actually able to reach four times the market um, and have specialists who are working for whatever type of strategy they use, whether it be pay-per-click campaigns or search engine optimization or even social media, and they can have it fluently in English or fluently in Spanish or fluently in French or German. So that's if we look just alone, that's that's an interesting angle because you know I've I've seen and heard a little bit about multilingual search engine optimization. But I haven't really heard of anybody delving into that. So if you want to expand into a new market, it's a really interesting way to do it because really, correct me if I'm wrong, you're entering a space that most of your competitors aren't in. That's correct. That's that's sort of the angle that we've been able to, to take is that um, nobody that we can find so far is able to offer um, very exclusive and uh, expertise in uh, expert expert services for those things uh, and targeting those those languages so the their Spanish fluent Spanish speaking customers um, if they don't offer services targeted to them then they're not able to reach them at all so our organization is ab- actually able to reach all of those uh, potential customers for our clients fantastic so when we talk about corporations in general what are what are some of the areas that they're the, the big missed opportunities you're seeing out there for sales organizations where you know, they're, what tools are they not utilizing or, or how are they misusing them? How are they missing their markets? Mm-hmm. You know, where are the big gaps? That's actually a very big question. That, that could be but an hour-long answer for you. Sure, for sure. <laughs> but um, I would say that a lot of companies will focus a lot of their attention on maybe one or two uh, internet marketing strategies, say like search engine optimization or a pay-per-click campaign, or maybe they want to do a little bit of social media, so they use Twitter or utilize Facebook groups. Um, unfortunately, there are a lot of... Uh, gaps in their internet marketing strategies. So if you take a look at everything, you could do you could do effective pay-per-click campaign management, where in a pay-per-click campaign you get targeted traffic to your site immediately once you put your pay-per-click campaign live, right? And there are cor- uh, correct and incorrect ways to set those up. Yeah. So obviously you would want to be able to to set up your keywords, your landing pages, your ad copy. Um, and have them all work together in order to get the most targeted customers to your landing pages um, and also keep your costs low for those clicks. With search engine optimization, where a lot of companies uh, focus their attention on that, that's great, and absolutely you should. It's a brilliant long-term investment because ultimately if you're landing on a landing, or if you're showing up on a search engine naturally, uh, you're not paying for a click. 
for a customer to come come to your website. So long-term investment, that's great because you can be getting loads of traffic all day long that's targeted and you don't have to pay for it. However, it takes a long time to get to that point and again, there are right and wrong ways to do that. Yes. Um, so you, that's something that you would definitely want to hire a professional company to be able to help you with so that Google or Yahoo don't don't slap you on the wrist or take your website off their search engines altogether. Okay, so so obviously you'd want to have both of those. Uh, and those are the two main ones. Social media are things like Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, blogs, forums, anything that is interactive. And uh, you can have third-party endorsements that way. Um, you can interact directly with your customers and get, uh, obviously, customer feedback, which is great because you know what to change about your company quickly and you can address any issues immediately. Um, it's also a really great way for your, your clients and your customers to talk about your company and endorse your company with each other and it sort of snowballs. It's a little bit of viral marketing that way. So let's just sort of roll it back a little bit. Let's say that I'm, uh, I don't know, I run a full-service uh, brokerage firm, stock brokers. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm the general manager, the president of the company, whatever. Let's say I'm vice president of marketing or VP of sales. Right. Um, what would you suggest? Let's say I've got a static website that says, "Here's what we do." I got one page, you know, on you know, come work with us. I got another page on you know the various types of wealth management we do, but it's brochureware. Okay. Okay. So and now I'm talking to your organization. Okay. Look, I want to attract more qualified, high net worth clients. Mm -hmm. What kind of stuff could I do? as a sales organization to attract those types of people, what would you suggest? Okay, that's a very interesting question, one that was actually asked to me yesterday by a firm. Good. <laughs> so, <laughs> very appropriate question. Um, there's a couple of things that you could do. One is I'd immediately look at launching an effective pay-per-click campaign. So, first of all, you would want to know when, when a potential customer lands on your page, what action do you want them to take, and are you tracking it? So do you have any kind of analytics set up on your page that says, okay, once that person landed on my page, what action did they take? Where did they go? Did they continue to fill out a form? Did they purchase something or did they leave? And if they did leave, where did they leave from and why? So, so, so we've got this, you know, one of the things that um, I talked to, from, let's, say, let's talk about recruiting a little bit. The challenge with recruiting, like corporately, you know, a lot of these brokerage firms, uh, big ones, small ones, boutiques, their challenges are getting the right talent. And when someone like a monster.com approaches them, they're mortified because they know they're going to get just buried with all these unqualified prospects and right. dig through them all. Okay. So if you're, let's say, talk, talk a recruiter, right? And I know we talked about developing leads, but the first thing is developing great salespeople, let's say. And then we'll talk about attracting and even high net worth clients. So how do I attract like great salespeople to work for me using the web? And how do I get these high net worth clients? I don't have a whole bunch of window shoppers hitting my website. Mm -hmm. I'm paying a lot for clicks or, right. I, or I'm well optimized around wealth management, but I'm getting unqualified leads hitting. How do I filter that or up the level of prospect I'm attracting? I'm digging deeper. How do I how do I circumvent that with the web? How would you do like creatively? How could I make sure that when they show up in the room, that they're high net worth clients? How could I do that from a marketing perspective versus mass? Because I know what we're saying, right? Because mm -hmm. you can go into a demographic area. So okay, people live here are wealthy, but the reality is, is a certain percentage are the wrong demo, wrong age. Right. A certain percentage just moved in the neighborhood. Right. A whole bunch are loaded up with debt. What do you think? I'm, I'm just curious again. Like, what 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 could you do? Is there a creative marketing method you might utilize? I know this is like a kind of a tough question. I'm mm -hmm. sure they're putting you on the spot, <laughs> but I'm, I'm and I know I'm sure you, you've come up with some brilliant programs. But what do you think you could do? Is there what would you do? Like, if you, if you wanted to attract, like, for your own business, you're obviously targeting right. a certain level of client. Right. So how are you effectively doing that in the web? Well, I would do some research and figure out. A, I would learn about that that target market. I would want to know absolutely everything I can about them, how they think 
the types of uh, uh, phrases they would look up if they were looking for something. And then I would build an effective uh, long tail keyword uh, pay-per-click campaign. Yeah. So what, what I mean by that is, uh, let's say for example, like give me an example of um, a phrase that you would type in if you were, if you were a bro- looking to work with a brokerage firm. Yeah, I'm, I might actually, you know, I would be looking for maybe specific information on specific companies. Okay. So for instance, uh, you know, a high net worth, somewhat conservative investor may be searching for blue chip stocks. Okay. Right, versus looking for penny stocks or, or, or searching mutual funds or RSPs. Exactly. So, or they might be searching for certain types of RSPs, for instance. Right, right. Um, and, you know, the term wealth management, of course, is a pretty popular term. To say right. At least that's too broad. Right. Um, but I might look for, like, wealth management companies in Vancouver, or I might look for wealth management companies um, in a certain area of New York, uh, or specific types of equities. So that's those are the kinds of things that I might be looking for if I was an investor. Uh, I mean, right now, I don't know if you know this, I mean, I read this, I'm not sure if this is true, maybe you confirm this, that, that the term stock has actually outpassed the word sex on search engines recently, I guess, because people <laughs> are so interested in it. So there's a lot of keywords to be found, I right, guess. Right, exactly. So anyway, so I, as I digress, those are the types of words that people are looking right. for. Right, so you make a really good point. And so what I would say is, rather than doing a keyword campaign based around stocks or penny stocks or investing, you would use a long tail keyword that you know that that target market would want to look up, such as blue chip stocks or... Uh, Larger investments in Vancouver area, or yeah, something like or yeah, you know, specific exactly types. specific names of bonds that maybe they want to purchase. Yeah. Uh, so those are so those that's how you find that, that targeted group, um, and it does take a little bit of research to do that, and it does take some understanding that that client base and how they think. Great. So now let's talk about. The, so that's how a corporation could, you know, really online. I think the lesson here is as a company versus competing with that same one big keyword and maybe having to pay a search engine optimization company three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten thousand dollars a month just to right. get you that big word. Right. Is go get a whole bunch of little words that are really attractive to your market that are, aren't as competitive Correct. as far as your competitors. Uh, okay, so by understanding your competitor and finding the right long tail keywords, you can now drive business more economically. So now I'm an individual. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know what, uh, maybe I'm an individual fleet sales guy, or maybe I'm, um, let's say I'm a, a consultant. Let's say I consult small businesses on uh, marketing, or, or let's say uh, human resources. Okay. Okay, so I'm, a, I'm an individual consultant. I sell my own services. Uh, most of my work has been, you know, handing out my business cards at the Board of Trade, which has done me really well, but now I want to grow my business beyond mm-hmm. me. Right. So if you were talking to this person, what are like two or three tools and approaches you suggest they start right away to start using the web to really drive business leads versus having to go and knock on doors or cold call? Okay. Um, are you asking whether they have a budget or if they don't have a budget? Let's assume that within reason they've got a budget, but let's say... Let's assume that, like most people, uh, they're not going to allocate the budget until they see it works. This is kind of like the right. cart before the horse. We've seen it, but let's say they got a, they've they've got in total they've got two thousand dollars to get going. Okay, what I would do three things. Um, I would immediately set up a Twitter account if you do not have one. Um, what that lets you do is it lets you talk about all the things that you're working on. It lets you be very transparent. You can communicate anything from a personal level or a corporate level. Uh, like the CEO of Zappos, for example, he uh, he's on Twitter and he talks about his company, he talks about his employees, and he talks about going on vacation, doing cruises, and it attracts a lot of attention to him and people follow him because he is the CEO of Zappos and he's able to communicate what's going on. 
Um, if you were a consultant, an individual consultant, using Twitter, you would be able to talk to people about why they would want to hire you, what your strengths are, what events you are going to. Um, and you can read other people's, uh, like what's going on in other people's lives and in other people's networks, and you can start following the people that they're following. And because you can send direct messages to people who are in your network on Twitter, uh, you're able to actually approach people in a, in a very sort of laid back, uh, non-confrontational non way that says, hey, I found you on Twitter in this group, are you interested in speaking to me about my services? Or, hey, I noticed that you're also in HR. Maybe we can have a meeting. Or where do you live? And it's kind of like a conversational way of connecting people without having to knock door to door. Absolutely. So, so Twitter, so everything is good on, so use social media like Twitter. Yeah. So they, they've, so, so that's free, so they still have two grand left. Yeah. So, um, so what else would you suggest? The next do? thing I would do is um, I would encourage them to start a blog right okay. away. Uh, a blog lets them, uh, the difference between having a blog and Twitter is that Twitter only allows you to make <laughs> statements within 140 characters or less yeah. at one time. A blog is sort of like a personal diary, a personal journal, um, but a lot of corporations are using it and they're writing corporate blogs that say, here's how we feel as a company, here's our strengths, here's how we feel about industry events. So if you take an HR consultant as an example, they can put up a blog um, that's both personal and professional that says, here are the challenges that are happening in our industry, here are some tools that I use to find uh, really specialized people to, to introduce to my clients so that they find the right, client, uh, the right, right teams to, uh, to have effective businesses. And you can post links, you can post pictures, but it really lets you communicate what your expertise is and your opinions and helps you build credibility because you're able to speak about what it is you know best. And it's free. Absolutely. Okay. And so now let's talk about free blog versus like, you know, people get these WordPress.com sites. So they'll have like, you know, mm -hmm. ShaneGibson.WordPress.com, right? right? Uh, or is it .org? It's .com, yeah. Dot com. And okay. so, and then there's people who have what they call self-hosted sites. So they're paying a little bit for hosting and they've had someone customize the blog for them. Mm -hmm. What's the pros and cons of, of having that free subdomain, like, like a .blogger blog or a okay. .wordpress blog and having your own standalone site? Okay. Well, when you have your own standalone site, you're able to brand yourself a little bit better. So, and it also looks a little bit more professional. It looks more like a, a website versus a blog. So if you can, like, for example, I have a personal blog. It's sarahvbundy.com. Yes. Um, and also with 49 Above, we have blog.49above.com. Yes. So you can s see in the difference right there that uh, by removing the blog, the, the word blog, yes. the dot, the dashes, the WordPress, um, it immediately looks more like a website and looks a little bit more uh, credible. But you're, you're promoting your own brand. It's like when people send me, they want to strategically partner with my company, and they send me an email from a Hotmail address. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of like, wow, no thank you. Um, exactly. Or they have, or they don't link to a website in their signature. Um, and these right. are things that now. Okay, let's go back to this, uh, you know, Paul, he's a brand new broker, he's been a broker for like a year, uh, he's been out pounding the pavement, he's been making the phone calls, he's been sending people to the corporate website. Uh, why would Paul want to have a blog? Like, why would, why would this individual broker want a blog? Would it benefit his business? Okay, I would say absolutely yes, um, for a few reasons, really. Uh, there, generally, people who have blogs and update their blogs on a regular basis, first of all, have... Uh, get a lot of attention from Google in the search engines. 
because they're putting fresh original content up on a regular basis. So people who are looking for, uh, let's say they go into Google, they type in a phrase. That blue chip stock, that long tail term. Exactly, and that happened to be a topic that consultant A uh, talked about in his blog. His blog would come up and they'd be able to read why he thought it was a recommended product or um, which products in that blue, blue, blue chip stocks uh, he would most recommend investing in. And uh, it allows them, it allows that person to then either lead, lead the traffic to their corporate webpage, yes. which would generate um, obviously sales and new business, or it would allow them to build credibility for themselves. So where you have a webpage, like a, uh, sorry, a website for your company, Generally, it's you go there and it has an overview of what your business is and talks about like how you can service the, the clients with your 1-800 number and the, your contact information. When you have a blog, it's very personal and it's always updated. So, um, so yeah, it would benefit you because it builds the credibility. It can attract people to find you where they might not have found your website and through the blog find your website and then bring in business that way. Absolutely. So wrapping this up, I guess, just final thoughts. Uh, we talked about getting them on Twitter. We talked about blogging mm-hmm. uh, and really investing in their own website. Right. Um, I guess just to wrap up the show here, one last tool that you would suggest this HR consultant or that broker utilizes right. for the web uh, or, or where you tell them to spend the rest of their budget. If yes. they, that's all they're going to spend it on the web, where they spend the rest of their budget. And then lastly, maybe after that, um, just maybe two or three quick tips on being really effective if you can't hire a full service organization, right. you know where would you tell them to focus first? Okay, uh, the last tool that I would absolutely recommend using is uh, Google AdWords. So have an effective pay-per-click campaign, and that means use that two thousand dollars, set up your 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 long tail keywords that are targeted for the customers you're trying to bring in, and uh, and yeah, and bring them in. So I would use that money to to set up a, a paid ad campaign and the sponsored links of Google, Yahoo, or MSN. Um, But if my tips are, if you don't have a budget, you need to get results right away. Um, Set up a Twitter account. Set up a blog. You can use WordPress, which is the more professional of all of the blogging platforms. Uh, You can also use blogger.com. But if if it's for a corporate thing, I would seriously recommend using uh, WordPress. Self-hosted. Yes. And... um, and just sort of go with the social media, like set up a LinkedIn account. You can go to linkedin.com. It's almost like an online resume. It talks about your credentials. People can recommend you on there. And uh, there's various groups. So like you can you can find like investors groups. Uh, not That's not investors group, the company, but I just mean people who are looking to invest, right? Yeah. And you can participate in conversations on there and people will start to pay attention to you and recognize that you have something to say about the business and you're, you're an expert in the industry and reach out and contact you. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for Again, Sarah Villeneuve Bundy with 49 Above Marketing. You can go to 49above.com. That's the two numbers, 49, and then above.com to learn more about their organization. And then sarahvbundy.com uh, is her blog. You can hear her thoughts and even engage her directly with maybe some more questions about internet marketing if you want. Absolutely. Again, this is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger Sales Podcast from closingbigger.net.